So last week, I said we were going to do three stories. We can do more than three because oh I've realised that, that some of them are just, nothing really happens at all. You know, I said that the four Gospels kind of aren't really told in the same order. Yes, I remember you saying that clearly. <laughs> and um, yeah, they sort of overlap with each other. And I, and I said that it was just difficult for me to find out what order the stories actually go in. Yeah. Because the Gospels are kind of on shuffle. Yeah. Okay. So a story we did last week, we're going to do it again, told by someone else, a bit different. Oh, it's a bit like one of those episodes, um, you know when sitcom episodes used to do the like, the same day from everyone in the families, like the Simpsons did the... Yes, yes. Yeah. Or like Arrested Development Season 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Four. Four. Yep, you're right. And you know how that Season 4 of Arrested Development was actually just quite laborious to watch? Everyone was like, what? And then they had to remix it to make it make sense. Like for sure, there were some good bits in it, but yeah. it was just a hassle to deal with. That's the that's the gospels for you. Mm. Tell me the stories of Jesus. I love to hear things I would ask him to tell me if he were here. So remember when Jesus saw some pals out fixing their... Boats? On the boats, and he was like, I'll make you fishers of men. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That story comes again, and it's better in one of the other Gospels. So this is what actually happens, right? So Jesus is walking by, and he sees Simon slash Peter, Simon Peter, and some of the other lads, James and John. Hanging out. And he's like, what's up, guys? Got some good fish, have we? He's, and they're like, we've been doing this all night, not a single fish. Oh. And Jesus like, oh, that's easy. Why don't you just um, throw the net out on the other side of the boat? Isn't that just like a really standard fishing tactic? What, the other side of the boat? Yeah. I doubt it makes a difference, right? No. It... The fish the fish aren't navigating by the side of the boat. They're not just like hanging on one side. No, but they all hang on in a school together. Maybe, but if it's been all night and no fish, yeah. you just presume there's no fish hanging about tonight. I learned how to fish when I was in Vietnam, and that sounds really worldly of me, but it was a very touristy situation. Yeah. But they like so they go around in a little semicircle and drop a big net, yeah, and then they go on the empty part of the semicircle and they drum on the boat, and all the fish are like, "Oh, there's noise there. I've got to go this way," and then they go into the net. Isn't that clever? Oh, so they trick him. Yeah. Stupid fish. Clever um, people. Clever people. Yeah, stupid fish, clever people. So yeah, they throw the net on the other side, mm-hmm. and uh, there's so many fish that the net breaks, then all <laughs> the other boats have to come and rescue them. <laughs> that just seems like, okay, thanks Jesus for telling <laughs> us that there, there are fish on the other side of the thing, but we still don't have any fish, because um, you broke our net with all your fish. No, they do, they do get <laughs> fish eventually, because yeah, some people come to the rescue, and mm. they, they help sort the nets out. It might explain why some of the other disciples are then fixing nets in the in the yeah, other bit. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then, once they get all the fish, yeah. and everyone's like, who's this Jesus guy who knows where all the fish live? Mm. Um, that's when he pulls out the line, this was a pretty good fishing expedition, but would you like to become fishers of men? Uh, that's way cooler in this story, isn't it? It is. It's like, I feel like he's got sunglasses on, and he's like, you know... It's very Horatio from CSI. Did you watch that? No. That's exactly what you're describing. Oh, are you talking about the sunglasses yeah. off moment? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking more like 
uh, Kevin Bacon in Footloose, where he's like the outsider and he comes to town and teaches everyone to dance. Not seen Footloose. My fault. Sorry. So he's got... Do you know what? He keeps just picking up disciples. The way that it's written, he keeps... He's got his disciples, and then later mm. in the story, it's like, oh, this is how... And then we get some disciples. But he <laughs> already had them. And I, I don't know how to put them all together. Yeah, it felt really overwhelming trying to Aww. figure it out. Anyway, he's got disciples. Yeah. You know, there's going to be 12 eventually. I don't okay. know where he gets them all from. It's like when they're trying to get the band back together in, like an 80s movie and they have to go around to all the different places where the band is split the off to brothers. and go like yeah yeah it's in many movies though it's not just in blues no, brothers no it's just the blues brothers all right okay in um, blues brothers yeah oh yeah good reference and they're like and they like not i'm nodding and they like nod at them and then they come join the band so the second story do you know i said we're doing simon peter's mother-in-law is sick mm-hmm I, re- I remember there were so many like sermons about this, and it'd bring come up Sunday school time. I thought there'd be a story in there. Yeah. This is the story. Simon Peter brings Jesus to his house and says, my mother-in-law's sick. And Jesus says, up you get. And she gets up and just makes them all like snacks. <laughs> and that's it. What kind of snacks? It just says that she ministers unto them, which is just like, oh no, sorry boys. See, I've been... I've been a bit out, but I'm feeling much better now. Uh, anyone want some tea? Maybe Jesus is really hot and she was just really bored of life because she was like, boring, no hot guys. Well, we about. know for a fact then, that Jesus is really hot. He has a six pack in. Yeah. And all the so snaps. she sees like this hot guy and she's like, oh, he like brings back her lust for life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, w- I would die for you. Oh. No, madam, I will die for you. Oh, Jesus. So that's... And he takes off his sunglasses then again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's literally two of the three stories, promise. And and that's like no time at all. So the other one I said we'd do yeah. is Jesus and the woman of Samaria. Have you heard of Samaria? No. Have you heard of no. a Samaritan? Oh, yeah. What do you know of Samaritans? Uh, I know the Samaritans as in the ones who help with people in crisis. Yep. Um. The Good Samaritan? Yeah, what do you know about the Good Samaritan? It was a good person. <laughs> what did, did he do? Thing. I don't know, gave someone some bread or helped someone on the road or something. Yeah, helped someone on the road. Donkey on the road? Someone no, had donkey on the road? No. Like, someone was sad on the road and then someone was like, oh yeah, here's some food. Do you know what? This is another one that I had to do in my memory verse competition. Oh, I just had to recite the whole story as about a <laughs> seven-year-old. <laughs> and it has the interesting phrase... So there's this guy from going from Jerusalem to Jericho, yeah, and he gets set about by a gang of thieves, leaving oh, him yeah. half dead. Is yeah, the phrase. Yeah, yeah. And as a child, those. you're like, "What do you mean half dead? There aren't degrees of dead." But you know, it makes sense as a phrase ultimately. Every time, do you know? There's a lot of stuff when you're a kid where people like beat him half to death, half dead, stuff like that. And I just always assumed that it meant like basically you're going to die unless someone comes to help you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is that, that's what it is means. Is that what it means? Yeah. yeah. You know, if you get, like, hit by a car, mm-hmm. and, like, if someone finds you and helps, then you're likely to Also, as good as dead. That's one that's... As good as dead, yeah. That's a good phrase about... Yeah. About being dead. So, the thing about the Samaritans... Okay, there's a lot of, like, politics you're going to have to learn about um, 30 AD Jerusalem, okay? <laughs> there's There's... So, in, lads. <laughs> so the Samaritans story. is one of them. You're also going to have to learn about the Pharisees and Sadducees. That sounds so 
dull already. Yeah, but you're going to have to... These right. are the people... The Pharisees and Sadducees are going to get Jesus killed later. Will you write me a song about So you're going to have to... No, do you know what? We don't really have... Maybe there was a Woman of the Well song. But the Samaritans, yeah. they live out in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And they they believe things a bit different to the Jews. They would consider themselves like following the Old Testament properly. Mm. But what they've actually done is they keep the first five books, mm. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, but they don't keep any of the prophets or any of the stuff afterwards. Fair enough. So I think maybe like Samuel, really David, you yeah. might you might not be part of it. All, right. All of the Moses stuff, that's ah, it. Fair enough. They're the big big hitters, aren't they? They they are the big five mm. if you're um if you are Jewish. The other thing they do is in the Ten Commandments, mm. they get rid of the blasphemy one <laughs> and they replace it with how God commands them to worship in the mountain that they're worshipping in. That seems like a really good way to make sure that no one can take your land. Why is that? Because you're like, it's in my religion. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the sort of thing that quite an Israel move, isn't it? Yeah. So Samaritans and Jews yeah. don't get on very well because they have some big disagreements about how things should be done because the samaritans won't worship in the temple in jerusalem because they don't think that's the right place Mm. that god wants them to go they've got their mountain stuff going on however they've still got quite a lot of stuff in common and they still ultimately on the big picture believe in the same god right yeah so jesus is going i think he's going to galilee from judea and he ends up going to Samaria, Samaria, which isn't really on the way. He has a little detour. It's quite a big detour. Do you think someone think. was just like, oh, it's a really good tavern up there. That's a really good grub. And he was like, huh. Because, you know, that's how Michelin stars originally came about, was that it was like, is yeah, a yeah. restaurant worth diverting your, diverting your travel for? Yeah, maybe the equivalent wheel maker of the day. Was like... The Cartwright stars. You know, Really good over there. They do a great stew. So yeah, it looks like he has just sort of deviated completely just to find this one woman that he's going to meet at this well for a big chat. But it turns out it's quite a useful conversation. Okay. So he turns up and he says to her, can I have some water? They're at the well. Fair enough. Does he have a thirsty camel with him? No, he's... I don't think... I don't know. I think he's just walked there. He's not... I don't think... I bet God's given him like some super good feet. Jesus gets on a donkey once, as far as I know. Little donkey. Not that donkey. Though oh. technically, he would be on that donkey. Yeah, just inside his mum. Yeah. Um, but no, he's only he's only on donkey once on Palm Tuesday. Mm. Is it Tuesday? Palm Palm Thursday? Sunday. Palm Sunday? Yeah. Palm Day? Palm Sunday? Surely. How the fuck do you not know this and I know this? It's because all the... The thing is, even my lot weren't really... About the palms. About the palms. Palm. Do you know, it sounded ever so exotic to me as a kid, the palm Sunday, because I was like, I've never seen a palm tree. It is palm Sunday. I told you it's palm Sunday. I'm right for once, everyone. Isn't that Have fun? a drink. Yeah, drink away. For some reason, I felt like it had to be earlier because it's before he gets crucified. So you need to give some, it must have been a whole week before then. Mm. I don't Although know, he died on they, Sunday. No, he doesn't. He do- he's supposed to die on a Friday, but then that doesn't make sense either. So why do we eat pancakes? Because of St. Pancake. Oh, all right. Shrove. Catholics again. They invented 
Pancake Day. It's probably great. the probably the best thing they've done to be honest. It's really good. I'm happy with it. Um anyway, so this Samaritan woman, she says to Jesus, Why are you talking to me? You're Jewish. I'm a Samaritan. We Could I make count. it any more obvious? <laughs> yeah. Um and he says, Well, if you knew who I was, you'd be asking a very different question, lady. Because while you're coming to the regular well for regular water, I come from, you know, a pretty cool place and I can do everlasting water. And she says, not without a bucket, you can't. <laughs> That's a pretty good comeback, <laughs> to be fair. I like this lady. <laughs> and uh, and he says, well, this water, this water here will do you for a while, but you get thirsty again. But my water is special water. You won't get thirsty ever again. She's like, all right. All right, man at the well. And then he says, why don't you get your husband and come back? And she says, I don't have a husband. And, he, and Jesus says, yeah, I know you've got five husbands. What? And she's like, who the fuck's this guy? <laughs> and Jesus is like, yeah, I know about you, lady. I know everything. That kind of spooks her. I'm not surprised. So she says to him, I know that there's a Messiah coming. Yeah. So basically, the, the Samaritans obviously, um, they don't have all the books. Mm. But she's obviously still in the know a bit. She's She's waiting for this special Messiah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's me. And she's like, brilliant, great news. <laughs> and she, she, she knows that it's him because of the whole uh, you've got five husbands chat. Yeah. The thing is, obviously, he could have just asked someone else in the village just about her. But, you check know. the census before he went there. Yeah, they would have done a, a census at the time of his birth, wouldn't they? Yeah. Just check into the records. And so the thing is with the Samaritans is that whilst they, they think you've got to worship in one place and the Jews in another place, Jesus is kind of going to make all that irrelevant suit anyway. Worship he everywhere. Yeah, he doesn't think you need to worship in a special place. Yeah. So he's like, to be honest, lady, this whole disagreement you've got, mm. if you follow me, it doesn't really matter anyway. Mm. Because it, we're going to move to like a churches are just where, you know, people meet and worship. You don't have to go anywhere special anymore. Mm-hmm. However, he does say that thing about sort of ignoring most of the books of the Old Testament, yeah. that does mean that you don't really know who you're worshipping. Because you've kind of missed a lot of the books out. Yeah. So, she's pretty hyped by this. She tells lots of her mates. They all follow Jesus. Great times for Jesus. Yeah. Efficient. Finds the one woman who's, you know. The one who's going to tell everyone. This yeah. guy. He's a ledge. So, the Samaritans will turn up a few times in the New Testament. You've also got the good Samaritan that will do proper later. Mm. There's also another time where the disciples try and go through Samaria and it looks like they're on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem, which is not what any of the Samaritans are into. Mm. So they refuse to let them stay. Oh. And the disciples say, Jesus, shall we? can you um, do that thing that they did in the Old Testament where all the fire comes down and destroys them? <laughs> and Jesus goes, no. That's, no have fam. you been listening, guys? It's yeah. not, that's not what my chat is these days. Um, I'm, just, I'm here to make people's lives better. I... I'm and not doing fire, but I'll get my big whip out. <laughs> and, they, and his disciples are really disappointed. So throughout a lot of these stories, the disciples are going to be calling for a lot of fighting. Yeah. And Jesus is going to be like, hold your horses, guys. It's not what we're doing. Hold your camel. Because, so the context of all this Jesus being about stuff mm. is that they're getting ruled by the Romans. Yeah. And they think that the Messiah is going to come and undo all that. Yeah. So they can just live in peace as the Jewish people. Okay. And they think that that's going to happen through violent means. 
Uh, and Jesus is there to be like, no, no, no. Whereas Jesus is trying to establish like a spiritual kingdom. Yeah. And trying to get that message across of all these parables and and everything. And everyone's just constantly been like, but when do we kill someone, Jesus? <laughs> and he has to keep being like, no, stop no, it. Stop trying to kill people. Um, Dad kills people, Carl. So, yeah, it, it takes them a long time to figure out what Jesus is actually about. Yeah. It's not really until after Probably he dies. Probably his whole life, really, isn't it? Yeah. It takes <laughs> about three years. When he dies, they're kind of like, but we still haven't killed anybody yet. Uh-huh. And then he He's comes like, back and goes, get the message. This was a different st- mission. St- stop trying to kill peeps. Okay, two more mini stories. Mm. There's this place called Bethesda. Bethesda. Which is... House of... Five pillars. Five pillars. Five pillars, and it's around this pool. Oh, that's right. nice. Yeah, lovely place to hang out. Oh. And it's where all the... What kind of pool are we talking about? Is it marble? Is it just a pond? I think it is supposed to be... I think it is quite fancy. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. I want to go um, there. But it's, Does it still it's believed... In good question, it was lost for a long time. Yeah. And then it was sort of rediscovered, they think, in the Muslim quarters of Jerusalem. Yeah. And they sort of dug it up again, and it pretty much matches the description of this. So it does still exist. They do it up? Um, I don't think it looks that good. I don't think you can go for a dip there anymore. But back in the day, apparently an angel used to come down and Mm. touch the water. And basically, when that angel gets in, it's a race into the pool. And the first person in the pool that has uh, some sort of disability is cured. That sounds like an absolutely lovely, like summer game doesn't it <laughs> it's basically we, next time we're we're on holiday we should do like one person touches the pool first person to get in gets an ice cream yeah you'll have to it's quite difficult with like yeah sure but you'll have to fund that yourself all right I'm yeah it's, happy basi- to. it's basically lords combined of a race you know about lords lords in france not the cricket oh. ground in london lords lords Rings a bell, don't there's, know about it. There's supposed to be some like, special dipping place there oh, as okay. well. So yeah, but there's this guy who's been unable to walk for 38 years. Mm. And Jesus says, you're right, mate, how's it going? And he says, well, the problem is not only have I not been able to walk for 38 years, I also don't have any friends. Aww. <laughs> so when this angel does come, yeah. and I can't, I can't get, the point is that I can't walk. So I'm not going to win yeah, the race. I was going to say that's a bit of a design flaw in to this. To the dipping competition. Yeah. And Jesus says... Why don't he just hang out by there all the time? Yeah, but he's still got to get himself in. Yeah, but if you, you just sit by the side of it and then wait for the angel, then you could just flop in. Yeah, but someone's just got a better flop than he has. Oh, right. Okay. So anyway, Jesus says, how about this? Get up, take your bed you've got, and walk home. And he goes, oh, brilliant. And he gets up and walks away. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know if it's your telling, but the people's reactions to just being healed don't seem that big, then I... Oh, brilliant. Okay, bye. I feel like it would be like, what? Um, oh my God, I can walk again. Well, he, he does He does tell a lot of people. He's pretty excited about this. And Are they his friends then? Huh? Are they his friends then? The people he tells? Yeah. No, in fact, he accidentally dobs Jesus in to his oh, enemies. Oh, come on. And his, er- his enemies are the Pharisees. And it's, so this is happening on the Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. And these Pharisees, which are like super Jewish law-abiding people, 
They're like, what are you doing carrying your bed on a Sabbath day? That sounds like work to me. <laughs> and he's like, great news. This guy just healed me. So, you know, I've got, got to get my stuff home now. So mm. I won't do it again. But, you know, special occasion. And they're like, this guy's obviously a troublemaker. Yeah. Tell us who he is. And he's like, oh, I don't know. It's just some guy. You know, didn't, didn't really. Mm. Like, I had to ask questions. You know, I didn't want to ruin it. Yeah. And they're like, we'll find this guy and do him trouble. But they, Jesus meets up with him later. So if you're, if you're unwell mm. or unclean, mm-hmm. if you've been cured of your problem yeah then you still have to go back to the temple to do sort of like ritual like cleansing stuff yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so because um you know he's following the law yeah he goes to the temple later and jesus meets up with him then as well ah. so then jesus says to him also forgot to say earlier don't do any sinning and stuff because then a worse thing will happen to you, ah. you know, be a good person as well forgot to say that earlier glad you came to the temple so yeah that guy uh he's better now that's good. Well yeah. done. Okay, and I then I really love this... the idea of that pool. I really would love to go yeah, to that pool. It nice. sounds super nice. Just like a nice marbly basin, pillars around, everyone's chilling, like... everyone's got some wine. I think, I imagine it, with the five pillars, yeah. for some reason, I'm pretty sure it's still just like a rectangle. And I don't like <laughs> the idea of this place because I can't figure out where these five pillars would go. Because it's Pentagon. Because maybe if it's if it's a rectangle, then it has a, one in each corner, and then just another one in the middle somewhere. I just thought it was a circle. A circle. Yeah. With a pentagon of pillars. Just pillars around the edge. Maybe, but I think I'm. I just I'm. I'm pretty sure I remember it being a rectangle. So I just I don't know. It sits. It sits uncomfortably with me. Mm. I right. don't think I'd like to go there. I'm sorry. Solo trip for me then. But yeah, it exists. You can go. So after this, Jesus is walking through the fields of the disciples and because they're too busy doing all this healing people, mm. telling people to repent, they often don't get a packed lunch sorted Aww. and they're walking through the fields and they're just like a bit hungry. So they sort of pick up little cranes of like corn, corn and stuff Wheat. on their way yeah. and they're just having a little nibble, which is actually mm. quite dry and disgusting, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I don't know if you've ever eaten just wheat. It's not that nice. I think I've just held it and thought obviously that's not food yet you yeah. gotta grind it up and, and bread it out haven't you anyway they're eating bread it's still sun it's, well, it's not sunday it's saturday still mm. the sabbath and the pharisees some other pharisees are like who's this guy picking wheat and eating it on the sabbath day because you're not allowed to yeah. pick and prepare your food yeah now there was it's a story i told you about 10 15 weeks ago where someone and I put this in especially okay. waiting for this story. Okay. And you probably thought at the time, what a boring bit. Do you remember when David is escaping Saul? Yeah. And he goes into the temple and eats the bread that's yeah. actually for the priests. And the priest comes out, isn't he? And he's like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, but it turns out God doesn't, he's not unhappy with him then. Yeah. Because he's just like, well, you kind of had to eat something, didn't you? You are, mm. you know, running away for your life. Mm. So... It wasn't really against the spirit of things. Mm. David's still trying to do the will of God in general. And this is just, you know. Just a nibble isn't going to (laughs) hurt. Your honour. It was but a nibble. (laughs) So that's what Jesus says. Jesus says, yeah, yeah, I appreciate there are these rules, but we've got some sort of big mission that we're on. Yeah. And um, do you remember that time David did that? And I'm better than David. So, uh, 
Fuck you. And now, now the thing is, if you call yourself better than David, David is pretty much the guy, the number one guy, apart from maybe Moses mm. or Abraham. Mm-hmm. David is like he's the guy. If you call mm. yourself better than David, oh dear. Yeah, it's not good. You're basically calling yourself God. They're like, who are you, God? And they and then Jesus goes, yeah, pretty much. And no, they go, Jesus goes. He takes his sunglasses down and he goes, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And then puts it um, back up and then rides off on a motorcycle. Yep, that's the one. Yep. Now, he has this line, which is really good. And I use this still now. Mm. And he says, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Ooh. Now. You, I've never heard you say that in the there'll six be people... years we've known each other. <laughs> now, when do I... Um... When do I say that? When do I say that? <laughs> Just like, it's the sort of thing that you'd say when you're like... 15 yeah and it's a hot day and your teacher's like do your collar button up and you're like look the school uniform was made for me not me for the school uniform you know or when the <laughs> when the tories you're are like such a cool we kid. need a we need a strong and stable economy and you're like yeah but if it's not an economy that works for people then what's the point you know yeah if you if you just Seems make like you just added a little political spin in there, if you for make the economy strong. No reason. Well, that's just you know that was maybe another time that I could said have it. talked about swimming trunks. That time that your swimming trunks broke. Well, how would that link into this? The swimming trunks are not swimming made... trunks are not made for man. But Wait, that, no, no, no. Swimming trunks are made for man, but I'm not made for these swimming trunks. Yeah, yeah. It's just like whenever the systems that that govern life yeah. aren't working for you. You don't have to keep those systems mm. because is this where the they're man supposed to help you. From? The man. The man. <laughs> yeah, if the if the man isn't sorting you out, then fuck him. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Taking that out of context. Like, like these, all these things that like are supposed to help you in life. Yeah. Not Doing make it. things harder for you, and so Jesus is just like. What's the point, guys? What's the point of these rules if they only make things worse for you? Yeah, to be fair, that's a very good point. Because the Sabbath is supposed to be some like some rest day. Everyone's supposed to have a good day. Think I mean, about it's, God. It's the weekend, you yeah. know? Living for the weekend. But you, the weekend's not supposed to just be like... Oh, ruining can't everybody. Do anything. Yeah, and he says to them, look, if your sheep falls in a ditch on the Sabbath, uh-huh. you're just going to leave it in there, are you? You know, you're going to help them out. And I've been, like, healing people and stuff. And you say I can't do that. But, you know, men are better than sheep. And you'd get your sheep out of the ditch, surely. <laughs> and they're like, mm, maybe. Oh, yeah, I'll get my sheep. I'll anyway. My sheep. So, the, my so yeah, these Pharisees. He eats with me. He sits with me. <laughs> Remember um, that? That guy? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm talking about um, David and Bathsheba. You know the Which story bit? of the, is it Saul comes and is like, there's a guy out in the countryside and he's got one lamb. And the lamb oh, yeah, is yeah, really yeah, yeah. close and eats with him and they sleep with the lamb. And then the rich the man Nathan. comes and gets that Nathan, yeah. sorry. Yeah. The rich man comes and takes that lamb for dinner. Yeah. And David's like, no, oh no. <laughs> and he's like, ha, tricked you. That's you. <laughs> You're a bastard. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the the thing is with these stories, these Pharisees are like very over the top caricatures of what they were actually like. Whether or not they would actually said all this stuff, yeah, is kind of like Jesus. difficult to tell. So the word Pharisee will often yeah. mean like really like self righteous, 
rule following yeah. like decade. Jobs worth. And then if you but if you say it's been such a Pharisee, a lot of Jewish people will just find that quite offensive because because yeah. they just are like no, we we still do that. <laughs> and we we're not actually like that. This is just a caricature. It just really reminds me of the bit of Arrested Development season four where Tobias is like, Hey, is that a gal I see? Oh, it's just a Pharisee you know? No, but that's it's fallacy, you fallacy. should use it. Pharisee. Pharisee. That's all okay. I can think when you're saying it. So yeah, the Pharisees and Sadducees are gonna be recurring characters in this. All right. They are obsessive rule followers, don't do anything on the Sabbath days. Mm. They are trying to find a flaw in what Jesus is doing and sort of missing the point of what's going on. Mm. They want to follow laws for the sake of laws and they don't really quite get what the point of the law is. Yeah. The spirit of the law. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see them quite a lot. In the next episode though, we are gonna do the Sermon on the Mount. Okay. Have you heard of that? No. Nope. You have. <gasps> see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> AD. After, isn't that what it is? Yeah, do you know what AD stands for? After doing it. (laughs) You know what AD means? After something, isn't it? No. Before Christ and then after. (laughs) So great. After doing it. So AD means Anno Domini and it means, it's Latin for in the year of our Lord. Hey, there you go. So yeah, thanks for listening to our AD Sodgepod. If you'd like to see more content, you can follow us on Instagram at Sodgepod. Or on Twitter at Sovjapod. S-O-F-J-P-O-D. And please like and subscribe on iTunes or your podcasting app of choice. We also get so few comments that if you were to do something, we would definitely reply. Yeah, see you next time. Bye. Words full of comments.